KLSA News. I'm Jeremy Scott. Parts of Southern California are getting snow for the first time in years with blizzard warnings in effect for the mountains of Los Angeles. Michigan also getting hit by a major winter storm and state officials warn that over a million homes and businesses without power could have to wait until Sunday. A class action lawsuit has been filed against the Norfolk Southern Railroad after the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, that exposed the community to highly toxic chemicals. The firm has filed the suit against the railroad on behalf of everyone living within 30 miles. In addition to punitive damages, the suit pushes for the creation of a fund for medical monitoring, new testing, and cleaning procedures. President Biden says he does not plan to visit the site of the derailment. On top of a massive earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria earlier this month, another powerful earthquake rattled central Turkey today at magnitude 5.5. The death toll from the quake earlier this month is over 50,000, and authorities say over 160,000 buildings containing over 500,000 apartments either collapsed or were severely damaged. Turkey's president has pledged to rebuild the homes within a year. More needs to be done to bring down inflation, according to the White House. That's what President Biden said after a key inflation measure watched by the Federal Reserve came in hotter than expected. However, the president noted the unemployment rate has hovered at or near a 50-year low and take-home pay has gone up. Dave Collins reporting U.S. consumer spending is posting its biggest gain in nearly two years. The Commerce Department released a report Friday showing that consumer spending rose nearly 2% in January, the biggest increase since March of 2021, indicating a recession is unlikely. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit. Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit OmegaTaxCredits.com. Chair of the Republican-led House Oversight Committee James Comer is asking an official with the Treasury Department to testify in their investigation of the Biden family's finances. Comer asked the Deputy Assistant Secretary for Oversight for the Treasury Department to testify at a hearing in March, writing in a letter that the hearing will give the committee, quote, invaluable information regarding the Treasury's approach to congressional oversight. It is the biggest movement so far in the committee's effort to obtain alleged suspicious activity reports related to the Biden family. The Alaska State House has censured a member over his question about how the deaths of abused children might help the state budget. At a Monday hearing on child services, State Rep. David Eastman posed this hypothetical. You know, in the case where child abuse is fatal, it, obviously it's not good for the child, but it's actually a benefit to society because there aren't 
needed for government services and whatnot over the whole course of that child's life. Since then, his colleagues have called Eastman's suggestion despicable and atrocious. Wednesday, the Alaska State House voted 35 to 1 to censure him. It's only the second time in Alaska House history it's censured a member. The first time in 2017 when someone suggested that women try to get pregnant so they can get a free trip to the city to get an abortion. The member who said that? David Eastman. I'm Richard Johnson. A new NBA record for the highest scoring game ever was set last night when the Kings defeated the Clippers 176 to 175 in double overtime. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA News. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying during times when they really can't speak. Mm-hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do? Absolutely. You can try New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. Mm-hmm. Yep. New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. Healthy gum, healthy mouth. Exactly. Healthy gums, healthy mouth. New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. Healthy, beautiful smiles for life. USA News On Demand. On your phone, on your computer, on your terms. Dr. J. Nadine Garcia. She says fallout from COVID has made it tougher for many to manage their weight. Get trusted news and information from USA News. What they are calling one of the largest drug busts in American history has happened at a port in Philadelphia. USA News On Demand. On your phone, on your computer. Well, as with cholesterol, truck size, and TVs per household, the nation's average bra cup size has collectively risen. It's gone from a 34B in 1983 to a 34DD in 2013. Not at my house. I always thought it was just ABC and Lucky D's. On your terms. From USAPodcasting.com. Subscribe today. USAPodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com. With your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, radiolawtalk.com. Another exciting edition of Radio Law Talk. Yeah, for those of you listening along that are regular tuners in, oh boy, that's not even grammatically correct, is it? Yeah, everybody's going to say, well, but that doesn't sound like Fred's voice. I'm Todd Cunin filling in for Fred. He is on assignment. So I got the big chair, and to my right, in the usual position of prominence, authority, and looks like she's loading the scorn gun to cast me the a three hours worth of <laughs> condescending looks. Denise, how are you today? I am good. I'm good. I'm not condescending. Look, I, it was the only thing I could come up. It's it's the, uh, look, it's going to happen. I'm going to say something that's going to get the look like, are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> are, are, are you still in the eighth grade? And I just know it's going to happen. And, and, you know, I, I'm preparing for it. Okay. I, I, I wore my flak jacket just in case. <laughs> How was your week, Denise? Um, my week was good, busy. Really, I had a busy week. Yeah, yep, so did I, so did I. And, and really, as, as we look out the windows at our palatial studios here, this, this is California, right? I mean, 39 degrees 
on my uh, on my temperature at the car coming over to the the studio this morning. I had to remind myself I was in California. Yep. And in my lovely home, where normally it's 110 degrees in the summertime, we had 33 degrees and six inches of snow. Couldn't get out of my house to do my show on Friday. Had to stay in there, dig myself out. And then the freeways, of course, no plows, no nothing. I mean, we know nothing about snow in True. the valley of Northern California. In the mountains, we got it down pretty well. But in the valley, forget about it. You know, Yeah, bring, but you can't go over 50. No, bring your own or shovel. Or 80, I mean, they won't let you go over 80. 80 they and close 50, it down. Yeah. Reno, Tahoe, those places <laughs> yeah. all shut down. So we've been hit with, blessed with a lot of moisture. And boy, do we need it. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, the... the, the Smooth, melodic voice that you just heard there is none other than our producer, Cal Hunter. <laughs> Cal Chewbacca Hunter. <laughs> did you see the, oh, did you see there was a video going around TikTok? <laughs> and it was a, uh, it, the caption was, she lost the bet. And it was a woman <laughs> In a gurney, she's pregnant, she's going through labor, but the bet was, whatever it was, she had to wear that Chewbacca mask that made the sounds of every uh. time you, and so she was wearing it. My guess is the video did not go on for, you know, to, prob- to save his own life, whoever was taking the video probably didn't let that go on for 15 seconds or more, but for those 15 seconds, it was... Uh, Hilarity on the gurney, video. huh? <laughs> Sorry, I missed it. Yes, it's 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 radio interesting video talk, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, Denise, over the course of the week, I know you were busy, uh, uh, but did you have a chance to catch any of the Murdaugh testimony or recaps? Of course. Or- Oh, my. Yes. Oh, my. Last week, we had some takes. I say we, I, had some takes that uh, um, I thought some things as far as strategy were concerned, and we'll talk about that because, well... Went way beyond that. Went way beyond that. And and the basic question, is this about evidence or lawyering? I'm sure that will all come up. Both. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, You know... it's not about facts. It's about evidence and lawyering. That's know. right. That's right. And that's where in, in a case like this, in a criminal case, especially, uh, well, well, we'll talk. I don't, I don't want to give too much away, but I just cert- I it's a common theme for me in every prosecution case. What do I usually at some point in time say? I, I, I say, you know, the prosecution has to be careful about getting what they're asking for or what they're doing because – Preserving the integrity of the conviction should always be paramount, right, if they get one. Uh, Well, we'll talk about how that is uh, maybe going to be adversely affected by some actions. Let's see, what else do we have on tap? Uh, Supreme Court and the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in favor of an inmate in Arizona on death row. That was one. Let's see. Another, you know, uh, an Alex Baldwin case, uh, Alec Alec Baldwin, the Rust case, an interesting development as far as one of the uh, enhancements being dropped in the criminal case. Uh, A a, a case out of the state of Texas, and I'm sure we're going to have some uh, differences of opinion here. I'm almost positive a difference of opinion between me and the guy behind the glass, Cal, 
on the case of the bartender in Texas being criminally charged for over-serving somebody who later got into, drove drunk, got into an accident that resulted in the death of uh, at least uh, one person that was in the vehicle that he hit. So some interesting opinions. Uh, Boy, what starts with a W and rhymes with Einstein? Weinstein, Harvey, uh, what do we got there? We got a case update with, with Mr. Weinstein, is that Yeah, right? the results from the California case. That's right. He uh, he was convicted. I, I'm a little bit of a head-scratcher as to how the judge got to the ultimate uh, length of imprisonment for that. I can't quite figure that one out, but then again... Yeah. I'm what not, do you know? Well, what do I know? <laughs> that that question has plagued mankind since the beginning of time. Uh, well, we got a bunch of others case uh, out of the Supreme Court that could shape how online platforms like Twitter and stuff move forward and what exemptions they currently enjoy that they may not move moving forward depending on how the Supreme Court rules and stuff. We got an update on Elizabeth Holmes. That's right. You know, uh a big one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we don't know. Well, less than 10 pounds. Well, okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> we have an update that has the uh, measurement in ounces associated with it. Okay. Other child are doing well. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, look, the real reason why people tune into uh, Radio Law Talk, which is uh, for entertainment value, sometimes informative, but the real reason is for case or no case. And Cal, I think now we have enough time to play case or no case. Yeah, Todd, thank you. I didn't mean to jump in there. We're going to set this up. The place is Mobile, Alabama, February 2017. There was a homicide. Anxious to break the case and make a name for himself, new officer Raymond Big Roy Nielsen decided to try and outsmart the main suspect. So Roy posed as the suspect's attorney from the public defender's office while he was in his uniform and while the accused was still in the back seat of the car. The suspect played it cool and did not say anything, but when Big Roy's supervisors got wind of what he had done, they suspended him on the spot 90 days without pay. After the suspension, Big Roy thought, you guys treated me badly. I just wanted to break the case. Isn't that what a cop's job is? So two questions. One, case or no case. And number two, had Big Roy been able to get the suspect to speak, would that have been admissible in court? So, Todd, let's start with you on this case or no case about Big Roy, the public defender boy. Oh, my good heavens. So, so I don't know, you were giving the, you were giving the factual scenario. And when I heard police officer posed as the suspect's attorney, yeah. my, my first thought was, oh, brother, please tell me this is, <laughs> please tell me this is not, this is not true because that is just, that is, oh, that's bad. That is bad, bad. And, uh, oh, I'm looking up here. We take our break here in about a minute. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say what I here. think at this time. I'll, I'll, I'll do a, a little analysis here before we go into the break. The uh, right to counsel is protected by the Constitution, uh, the Fifth Amendment, the right to remain silent, right to have an attorney present during all questioning. And courts really seem to frown on law enforcement when they encroach on that right because it's a bedrock to our criminal justice system. So with that, 
We're going to head into a break, and we'll give you the answers, our answers, to case or no case when we come back. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. The show will continue in just a little bit. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come on. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny & Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself, but now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188-800-635-7188-800-635-7188. That's 800. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available, and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits line now. It's easy. 
Call 800-559-6944. 800-559-6944. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-559-6944. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So we're back in the middle in the media in the middle of yeah it's early <laughs> the caffeine from the diet coke hasn't kicked in yet we're mid, we're in the middle of case or no case and Cal has has once again reached deep into his bag of tricks to present us with the case the case is about a a law enforcement officer that has a sus, a suspect right a suspect in the back of the patrol car yep and and then the law enforcement goes and sits either in the back of the patrol does he sit in the back of the patrol car or the front seat he, he sits in the front seat and says you can talk to me i'm also work for the public defender's office okay and so he so tell uh, me what happened here right. all right because it, did he just a, a now this is a technical note here did he say i work for the public defender's office or also, did he also. Hold on, or did he say i also work for the pd's office oh good question i don't know I don't know about that. Because because police department, public well, defender, there's, a, there's a little bit of uh, of gamesmanship. I, I think it's unethical, but I've heard it happening where where uh, somebody is at a public defender clearly stands for or PD clearly stands for public defender. So if you say, look, I work with the PD's office and you're talking to somebody that you know is a career criminal, they they know what PD means and they think it's public defender. And the cops can say, yeah, PD, I meant police department. But defense investigators do the same thing. They'll, they'll call up and they say, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an investigator with the DA." And well, what do you, a uh, defense attorney, <laughs> and, and to try to get people to talk and because yeah, it's just it's shady stuff. So but, they're not above lying, I guess is what you're saying. Well, it's, it's they don't, it doesn't matter if they do. Yeah, that's right. They that's, can use trickery to try to get an um, an admission. Chicanery, that, as it that, were. That is that is correct. Um, so what do you think? Tom? So in did, this case, did Big Roy have a case in trying to come back at the department for suspending him for ninety days' pay? He said, "I want my money back. I want my money." I think the only reason he would have had a case against the department is if they failed to comply with their progressive discipline policies. If there was a policy in the department that if you did something that impugned your integrity or violated protocol or did something like that, you're entitled to a a civil service hearing, not just this arbitrarily imposed, boom, you uh, suspended 90 days, no pay, you're done, right? I, I think that he would have been entitled to some sort of due process working for a public agency that would have allowed that. Now to your next question. Uh, if if he had gotten a statement, would that have been admissible? And my answer is maybe. Oh. And and because here's the thing: would it be admissible in the prosecution's case in chief? I think absolutely not. Absolutely not. Statements taken in violation of Miranda, uh, in violation of somebody's right to an attorney or right to uh, remain silent, they would be punted. But there's a caveat to that. Which is? Which is. 
unless the defendant takes the stand and testifies, and then you can use those statements for impeachment value. Oh, got it. So, would they be? It depends on if the defendant takes a stand. And because of all this, I say... This is not a case. Okay, Denise, what do you think about this? Boy, that was a lot of blow there, guys. Are you kidding me? My word. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. It's the like, rim is full of steam. It's like the Northern California windstorm we're going through. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I, this, it, I'm going to go so far as to say this isn't even a scenario. Really? I think this is totally made up by Some, you. Something you saw on TV? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was something you saw on TV even. I think he fell asleep and had a bad dream about something that occurred to him when he was, you know, almost a majority. <laughs> well, years ago, I was a suspect. No, okay. So. <laughs> so, so we're both going no case, right? Uh, it's a no case. Okay. okay. And I'm going to say that um, if, in fact, he had elicited information um, from the defendant, and I'm just going to say something different than Todd, just for fun, okay. <laughs> that that um, it would not be admissible because it would be akin to the fruit of a poisonous tree where he did not have subpoena power, did not have a warrant, did not have what he needed to have to actually get information from him, and it went too far for him to pretend to be his attorney. Okay. I'm just going to say that. Todd's getting nervous. He's thinking points, points, points. Guess what, Todd? What? You and Denise are are correct now. (laughs) Except, were I an ornery adjudicator, I would deduct a point from Denise because this actually happened. This is a true scenario, but it was not a case. He didn't sue anybody. He just got more training. They said, you know, Roy, we're glad you came up through the Explorer program. You've either got to go to the academy or get your go. I mean, there are a lot of guys that come into especially smaller PDs by just working in the Explorer program, and they get hired, and then they gradually train him. They said Roy was undertrained and that it wouldn't happen again, Your Honor. We're sorry. So what's the ultimate question? No. That uh, it would not come in? That's why, they, that's why they beat him up so badly. They said, they said you can't put our case in jeopardy by breaking the standards of judicial. So uh, do I get conduct, another so. point for that? No, because I didn't take away the other ones. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I think I think that we were we would we would both be correct in the sense that it wouldn't come in again unless the defendant took the stand. Yeah. And then you can use it to impeach the statement because the courts have ruled that doesn't a violation does not give a carte blanche for the defendant to then. Uh, so you, each, you each get your two points, and next hour, you know how you people order stuff at Walmart, and you know you, you pick it up out in the parking lot and all that. Yes. The, our next case, or, no case, centers around that activity and how a Walmart employee got bent out of shape about it. We'll explain what their complaint was and what they decided to take to court, if in fact they did. Coming up on our next case or no case, which comes up next hour on Radio Law Talk, and that's case or no case. Sounds good. You yep. know, w- one last thing. I know we're going into the break, but yeah, uh, I'm curious, because that was a real scenario for that case no case. There's a thing called Brady material, which is if an officer engages in some sort of wrongdoing that affects their moral character like that, impersonating a, uh, a an attorney might qualify. I'm curious.
wash this dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, quack, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Uh-huh. Up inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-254-1639. That's 800-254-1639. USA News update. The effects of a huge winter storm is still being felt across the USA. It is bringing snow to parts of Southern California for the first time in years. The first blizzard warning ever issued by San Diego's Office of the National Weather Service is in effect through today. The mountains of Los Angeles and Ventura counties are under blizzard warnings for the first time in over 30 years. This comes after a flash flood warning expired this morning following relentless rains. Drivers tell KTLA they were stuck and had to abandon their vehicles in the rising waters. We're just driving and the car stopped. On the other side of the country, over a half million homes and businesses in Michigan are still in the dark and state officials are warning the power may not come back on until tomorrow. Turkey is dealing with yet another earthquake. A magnitude 5.5 quake struck today in central Turkey. The country has already seen a ton of damage and thousands of deaths from a recent earthquake. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA News. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight let one of our smart fares expert travel agents find the best price for you call smart fares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet 800-871-3291 800-871-3291 800-871-3291 that's 800-871-3291 
with PatriotSoftware.com. Accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Kappel here, serial entrepreneur. Payroll doesn't seem that hard. It's just pay rate times hours worked, right? Sounds easy enough. Well, payroll is easy as long as each employee's tax withholdings are properly set up and as long as you don't shoot yourself in the foot along the way. But payroll can be punishing for business owners like me who will assemble their kids' toys without reading the instructions first. <laughs> we don't need to read instructions unless we're desperate. That's why Patriot Software offers payroll setup and support for free for businesses up to 500 employees. Go to PatriotSoftware.com, use promo code RADIO, and get two months of payroll free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Three, call now. Where's Fred? Are Are you serious? Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. Okay, so if if you don't have a television or internet or have been living under a rock, then you probably haven't heard the name Alex Murdaugh this last week. And, and we won't rehash it. It's, it's the the... In two sentences or less or thereabouts, it's the attorney from South Carolina that's accused of killing his wife and son on their, I didn't realize it was this big, 1,800-acre hunting area ranch. It had dog kennels and stuff, and and the wife and son were... Yeah, they actually have other people's dogs there, too, so they kind of have a kennel situation. They do. I think for hire. Yeah, it, well, they, I mean, I know that like the neighbor kid had his dog there because that was part of the evidence that was presented at or close to when the prosecution believes the murders occurred. And so, anyway, he uh, uh, Murdaugh was ultimately charged with the killing of his wife and son. He was also the person that uh, called nine one one, claiming he found the bodies of his wife and son. Nine one one comes out, and this I, I think the significant thing we can start with this. The significant thing was that the murders happened near the kennels, and that's quite a distance from the house. They had to take a golf cart to get to it. And when the officers showed up in the initial interview on the night of the incident, uh, and it's a videoed interview taken from the interior of the patrol car. And they're asking, the officer is asking Murdaugh if he had, among other things, if he had been down to the kennels that day, he said at the interview, no. And and then later testified and, and that, yes, he had indeed been down to the kennels and that he lied. And he gave a number of reasons why he lied and why he was not honest on that point, but then claims every other part of the investigation, he was truthful and cooperative with law enforcement. The only lie he told was as it relates to whether or not he was had gone down to the kennels uh, at all that day. And and that was his that was his lie. Okay. And you know Denise and I were talking, Cal and I were talking about this, and there's so much to unpack here. But Denise, just overall impressions, just, uh, you know, 
after after all of the evidence of the week, after Murdaugh's testimony, cumulatively, do you think it helped his defense, hurt her, his defense, or kept it pretty much status quo? It's the, yeah, thanks for talking, but that doesn't really do a whole lot. I think it raised more questions than answers. Yeah. Number one. And um, number two... He's a very skilled lawyer. There's no doubt about it. You can tell by the way he controls himself and he answers the questions and he is in control. Yes. And that bothers me a lot, too, because I, if my, my wife and my son had been murdered so badly, I'm not sure that I could keep control. I, I'm not sure I could do that. I, now, I you, don't know. Did you have a chance to watch all the testimony, or were you watching recaps and stuff? Um, I've only been able to watch some of the testimony, not all of it. But, you know, it's like the train wreck. You can't look away, so you get started on it, and you could lose hours. I, I remember, I remember uh, was it last year when they were doing the, the trial of the kid in Kenosha, Wisconsin? Yeah. And and there was a lot of question about whether or not his tears were he was trying to force himself to cry or not and and whether or not that was genuine remorse and stuff. For, uh I saw I was watching live. I saw Murdoch testify and there were times where he broke down and uh, he's if it wasn't legitimate, he was a good actor as far as that. It didn't seem forced. It seemed like somebody breaking down doing that. But then again, you look at it and you say, is that because he's remorseful that somebody killed his wife and son? Or is he remorseful because he killed his wife and son, right? Or, I mean, he's no longer on drugs. This guy was doing Oxycontin, which is like the heaviest drug you can even imagine. And he was doing, I don't know, 3,000 pills or something god-awful. He said he was taking anywhere between 1,600 milligrams to 3,000 milligrams. These were 30 milligram pills that he was taking, which which puts it up to 100 pills a day. Which most people would not be able to function. That's the truth. And and so, but he'd been doing it for years, like 10 years or something ridiculous. So you wonder also about what he does remember, what he doesn't remember, what he what, how much was in a drunk or a drug stupor or how much is made up because of, of, you know, his paranoia that he had and all the stuff that was coming down with it. I mean, I just don't know. But this guy is a very skilled person in his testimony. He's given it a lot of thought. He's given it almost too much thought. Yeah. And he's good at the code words, Denise. He's good at manipulating what he says in a way that makes it difficult to fully comprehend its meaning sometimes. I think that's true, but he also is very good at not letting the prosecutor manipulate his words, too. Yes. He's very clear about cleaning up language that he would not use to describe what happened or what his circumstances were. And, you know, for example, um, the prosecutor said, and then you jetted away from the, uh, the dog kennel. And he goes, well, I left the dog kennel, but I wouldn't say jetted away. And he goes, but you left very quickly and you were back at the house in two minutes. Yes. Well, then you jetted away. No. And see, the prosecutor made so many mistakes. Oh, yeah. That's the biggest thing that I got out of this was just the mistakes the prosecutor did because he got mad. Yeah. Rule number one. Uh Uh-oh. Rule number one about cross-examination, right? And I don't care which book you read, ultimately they all get back to this. Cross-examination 
an effective cross-examination is all about the attorney's ability to control the witness, to control the flow of information. That's why on cross-examination you ask leading questions, questions that can be answered with a yes or a no. And, and look, sometimes cross-examining a witness is like trying to nail jello to a wall. I mean, they're slippery as all get out, but you want to maintain that control. And from the get-go, uh, this prosecutor lost the control of the witness. I, I saw one uh, early on. He went up and he had a the prosecutor had an exhibit. It was a it was like a, a wallet that had a badge in it and there were some other documents inside that and he hands it to Murdaugh to identify this badge because uh, it was supposed to be Murdaugh's badge as a volunteer uh, volunteer solicitor in the state of South Carolina. And Murdaugh started pulling things out of the wallet to look at the back, and the, and the prosecutor's like, well, no, no, don't look at that. And Murdaugh, I just want to read this and see this and see this. And, and from that point on, there was no control over the witness because he wasn't doing the – he shouldn't have never even let him hold the badge. Just, I'm holding in front of you this. Do you recognize it? Yes. What is it? That's my badge. Is this the badge that was issued to you as a volunteer solicitor? Yes, it was. I asked this be moved into evidence. Move on. Or I need to look at it. Your Honor, may he – I mean, should the judge have intervened at that no, point? No. 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 But it happened the way it was um, going to happen. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and, and it's kind of like the glove don't fit. I mean, Which, honestly, you don't ask a question or give something to a witness that allows for them to take control of that item. You don't point. do it. Good point. An another point. When uh, the prosecutor would ask a question and Murdaugh would give the answer, and then there would be this period of silence where the prosecutor's maybe moving on to another point and getting ready to move into another area of examination. You'd have like... And... And then Murdaugh would talk again. He'd say, and, and by the way, I mean, what I mean by that is, and he's talking to the jury doing, I mean, there should have been objection, move to strike, no question pending, you know, uh, and, and there was none of that. And Yeah, it was, it was kind of ridiculous. And the worst part was that the prosecution, you, they always say, be careful what you ask if you don't know the answer. The prosecution knew the answer. Yeah. And so when he asked the question and he got the answer from Murdoch, but not in the tone or not in the way that he wanted or the guilty expression that he could have elicited from Murdoch, he asked it again a different way. And then he didn't get the response. It was the answer that he knew was going to be the answer, but he didn't get it in the way he wanted it. And that was just so wrong. He should have sat back. And then just done it. checked off a list uh, every time he got that kind of an admission. You know, it's true. You uh, you had a client that had broken, um, that had uh, could no longer see and lost their eyesight or their hearing, right? Yep. And he, he goes, yes. And you took all of their money. Yes. He should have left it at that. Move on. That's right. Exactly. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll pick up some more on this. It's, it's critique the prosecution day. <laughs> but, boy, there was certainly a lot to critique. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. Come back and hear more thoughts. You turned on Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk.
All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Up inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Every 40 seconds, a kid is reported missing. Find the Children provides educational material that teaches your kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs are very successful in bringing kids back home to their family. You can help protect our kids and bring the missing kids home safe by donating your unwanted car, truck, SUV, or van. Running or not, We guarantee you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast free pickup usually within 24 hours. Over 2,000 kids are reported missing every day. Call now to donate your vehicle. Donate now to bring these kids home safe. Call 800-771-4877, 800-771-4877. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, Call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. 
Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. Boys are weird. You are a loser. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. So uh, one of the things that... uh, I used to try to convince young prosecutors of when I was, I, I, I trained people in trial work for a good period of time as a prosecutor. And, and there were a couple of things, but one in particular was it's very difficult to transfer your emotion as a lawyer to the jury, to get the jury to be angry or sympathetic or anything simply because you are. Uh, anger in particular, it's very difficult to transfer the emotion of anger to get the jury as angry about a case right out of the get-go. And, and what I would tell them is, look, step back and ask yourself, why, why are you angry about this? Why is it that the facts of this case as a prosecutor make you angry, upset, and justice needs to be done? And, and it's because, I mean, were you angry about this when you first got the file on your desk and picked it up and saw the charges? No, you got angry about this when you methodically went through the evidence and and then saw how one piece of evidence might play against the other and saw the full spectrum of the evidence, and that's what caused you to have this feeling and uh, about the case. And I think a, a mistake that attorneys make is when they're angry right out of the gate – and they expect the jury to be just as angry as they are, forgetting that the jury has not taken this journey that you have taken through evidence to get to that point. And that is a mistake I That's, think the prosecutor made. Absolutely. I so agree with you. There are so many times when I have an opposing party or an opposing witness where my, my tactic is to actually sit back at the desk and not get up and not go to them, not be a presence in any way. Now, I'm not playing for a jury in my cases. Mine are all um, judge trials. But I'll sit back and I'll talk very low and very slow and very nice, and I warm the witness up. Before I start getting into anything that could be even potentially harming. And I never ask the question in a way like, did you do that? Never. It's more like, so this happened. Is that right? And then you did this. Is that right? And then it's true. You did this as well, right? I mean, that's how I get them in because you don't want to put them right away um, on the defense. You want to get the best of that witness out. And then utilize what you get. Exactly. Exactly. I remember a a, uh, a type of question that uh, it was in a training, and they said, We're, "I'm going to ask you a question, and, and what's wrong with this question?" Let's say you got a witness on the stand, and you ask the question. Well, uh, sir, do you still beat your wife? And ask the question, "What's wrong with that?" Well, because it assumes that he ever did in the first place. If he says yes, then he admits he's uh, he abuses his spouse. If he says no, then he's implicitly admitting, "Well, I used to in the past, but I don't anymore." Right? So there's problems with questions like that. This cross examination, and shockingly, with almost zero objection from the defense, almost none, 
this cross-examination was replete with stuff like So when you form, when you got the idea that you were going to lie about this and make up an alibi, you then did this and this, no objection that, well, Murdoch was the one who caught it every time and said, well, first of all, I disagree with your assertion that I made up an alibi. I didn't make up an alibi. And yes, I admitted that I lied to the officers, and he was consistent with this, about whether or not I was at the kennel, and I didn't lie about anything else. And he would undo the question, so he was doing okay. But that cross-examination took forever, and it could have taken less time and maybe have even been more effective for the prosecution if there had been... uh, either self-restraint or objections with the court sustaining those objections. Right. It, that, that right. It took, it took too long. And the questions a lot of times were the same questions, maybe asked in just a little different uh, method or a little different delivery, but it was substance of it was the same. And I think that the prosecution is going to lose the jury. I think they're going to lose the jury when you get into that where it's be repeat and you become bored with the testimony and bored with the questioning. You don't tend to pay attention as much. And so that's just my feeling on it. I feel bad for the prosecution just because I think he just literally made the mistakes that you're not supposed to make that you learn quickly that you're not supposed to do. Okay, well, I I don't read minds, obviously. If I could, I'd be in a completely different situation. But um, this was my thought on it, because I I agree with you. I did some research on the prosecutor. I did some research on the prosecutor, Creighton Waters, and and, he's pretty much a career grand jury prosecutor. And what do you not have in grand juries? Well, you, you, you don't have cross-examination. You don't have defense attorneys. I mean, you're just there presenting evidence to the grand jury. You'll call witnesses. But really, nobody's challenging anything. And then almost everything that I read referred to him as a, an aggressive negotiator after he'd get the indictment. And so I don't know how much experience he has actually trying cases with cross-examination, but he was highly touted as being aggressive, and I felt like I was watching somebody that had read what was said about him and was trying to live up to that reputation. But again, going back to what I used to teach prosecutors, and I think that they should still adhere to this, prosecutors don't win cases. Evidence wins cases. Anytime as a prosecutor you think you're winning a case because, you know, you, you've got the silver tongue and you can, you're just a master salesman or whatever, you need to take a long look in the mirror to make sure that you're still achieving convictions with beyond reasonable doubt evidence. So, so you have one of three situations. Either a case is being won because of a prosecutor, a case is being won because the evidence was great, or the case was being won in spite of the prosecutor. I've seen all three situations in my career, and in this one right now, I feel like if he is convicted, Murdaugh, it's either because of, look, the evidence was there, or it was in spite of what the prosecutor did. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he could still pull it out. We don't know. But here's here's what I think. Um Murdoch's firm was a 100-year-old firm, and Murdoch's firm was very unique because it not only served as like the district attorney's office, but it also served as the public defense. A defender's office, I mean, that inherently is kind of, yeah, they did defense mm. as well. Maybe conflict counsel, I don't know. But they served two different roles that were kind of contrary to each other. And But Murdoch wasn't into the criminal side of it so much. Murdoch was more into the uh, personal injury, wrongful death, uh, all of that kind of stuff. And the way that he had cheated his law firm 
was astounding. And not just the law firm, the victims of his crimes were his own clients that had horrendous injuries. And he would say, look, I got you guys $150,000 and give that to them. And then behind the scene, he's, his firm is getting $4 million and yeah. he's taking, you know, another two off the side. And so that's how he was operating and cheating and stealing from these really horrific victims. And the victims were just glad to get some money. You know, they didn't realize how much money they were getting. Yeah. And so talk about a skilled negotiator. I mean, he had to be an extremely skilled negotiator, one, to keep it out of trial, and two, to be able to negotiate huge settlements. And that's what he did. I, I think if there's any if, if there's any uh, public service announcement thing to take away from all of this, uh, and and honestly, his uh, Murdoch's statement of how much drugs he, how many oxycontin pills he was taking. First off, if he was taking what he said what he said he was taking on the stand, I got a problem with the with how it adds up because that does not equate that does not add to sixty thousand dollars a month i'm sorry that maybe he'd be dead is week. It, maybe no, it was supposed to be a week. Six, sixty thousand a week maybe a week. six thousand a week maybe Street. he's paying somebody off todd but uh but well, he also he also does i believe have pending charges for drug trafficking in a separate case separate to this well he should he should and you know what that's my my sister's obsessed with this case and her, her feeling is um he went back up to the house and the the uh his wife and son were shot but he paid off the person that did it and so being a skilled attorney what he decided to do was take his own defense because of what the prosecution's case was they're not looking for another accessory to this murder they had never done it and i think he can point his finger at somebody else yeah they're gonna say look when the prosecution says the only conclusion from this evidence is that he's guilty the defense is going to stand up and say and the only reason we only have this evidence is because they didn't investigate anything else we're done with an hour folks uh next hour uh we got oh supreme court cases about twitter katie holmes update oh Katie Holmes or Elizabeth Holmes? Elizabeth Holmes, sorry. <laughs> I'm watching a show on TV and last case night. And case or no case, he'll take you to Walmart. That Sounds good. All going to be fun. Next hour right here on Radio Law Talk. If you stay right there, we promise we will all be right back after the top of the hour, six minutes after. Don't go away. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. program. I have too much credit card debt and I don't want people to find me. Okay, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk about credit card debt. Right. Those plastic things that we all have in our wallet. Are you in your 50s or 60s and you're still carrying around a mound of credit card debt? Wouldn't it be nice to start banking that money and save a little money for retirement down the road? We help people restructure their credit card debt all the time. We show people how they can get out of credit card debt in months, not years. Listen, you'll be carrying 
carrying around credit card debt for the rest of your life unless you deal with it right now. We offer a free consultation so you can learn how you can finally wipe out your credit card debt and start saving money. Give us a free call right now. Call Debt Solutions Network now. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. That's 866-451-3328. 